0: Hello, Wichita. Welcome to Council Chat. I'm Vice Mayor Hoheisel. I'm joined by my good friend, Council Member Johnson, here today. Um, So we're going to start off next week, as usual, with our Board of Bids. These are just the normal, everyday things that we do at Council. Um, We look at different projects around town that we need to complete. We put out an RFP, and people come back, and they tell us how much it's going to cost to do the project, and we pick the best one out of them. So Uh, Pretty boilerplate stuff that we do, like I said, every council meeting. Um, We're also once again having a public hearing for the 2024 Annual Operating Budget and CIP. So um, we've done a lot of budget engagements over the past couple of months. Um, This would be one of the last times you could actually have your voice heard about your priorities for the city. So um, more than welcome to come on out and... Voice your opinion and let us know just some of the things you'd like to see uh, done differently or some of our priorities.
1: Yep, we always want to hear from folks. We had our evening meeting on the 25th and yeah. we had about 20 people come. The biggest topic was uh, Cowtown there. So again, if, if folks have stuff they want to talk to us about, this is a great opportunity and then the last one will be August 22nd when we solidify the budget.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Last year was my first ride on the budget rodeo and Uh, It was pretty interesting and um, got a couple of things in there that we wanted to see done a little differently. I don't think this year is going to be too different. Um, Maybe a couple of amendments here and there to shift some money from one place to another. But, um, yeah, it's it's always a fun time. And this is the main thing that we do here. This is one of the main jobs that we have is just making sure that the city's ran uh, how the public expects it to be. So additional money for parks, additional money for MAPC. Um, there's a number of different departments out there, and everybody wants a little bit of extra money, but we try to go based off of what the community wants. So. Yep.
1: Surveys, people showing up, emails, all of that. Yep, uh, you budget season Um, it's like hunting season and it's important for everyone to know that immediately after we um, solidify this budget we're jumping into 2025 uh, this fall to start talking about that the manager said that to us earlier this year so people who are watching the budget following it seeing the large deficit we had the revised numbers that have made that much smaller definitely pay attention to that and join in to the 2025 discussion
0: yeah and Uh, Like Councilmember Johnson said, we are facing some budget issues in 2025 and beyond. Um, I think staff has done a pretty good job as far as covering the hole, making sure that we're using the reserve in a responsible way, and um, just preparing us for what we see coming down the pipeline, because you can't get too far out. Who would have thought in 2015 what was coming down the pipe with 2020, so... Uh, We can't get too far out, but the next five years or so is usually um, where we put most of our attention.
1: Definitely. Also next week, we are looking at (laughs) investing in a dog park, Country Acres Dog Park. We've received multiple requests for a dog park in West Wichita. Those are always a good time. We've taken our beagle out a couple times. Snoopy loves it and then tries to talk to the other dogs in the other places. So I know West Wichita will be happy about having that out there. And then we're going to be discussing an intervention program facility, which is a part of our drug and alcohol intervention and education after someone has been charged with a DUI, as well as hearing an item about adding RFID technology to our library materials to make checking out and finding items in our library system faster and easier. And we heard from the director of libraries about that uh, some months ago, I believe, and she talked about how much more efficient this will make things and even save some money.
0: So... I think
1: we're all excited about that too
0: yeah saving money is usually a pretty good thing yeah Um, yeah and a couple of these yeah everybody loves the dog parks we're getting one in clap park I believe at the end of this year beginning of next year Um, I'm a dog lover I got a little ankle biter now I don't necessarily care for the small dogs I (laughs) wish I still had my two buddies with me but um yeah he Places like this, this is what people think of as community. You go there, you see the same people every time. It's kind of a gathering spot for a lot of the neighborhoods. So, um, man, the more dog parks we have, the better, I think. And uh, just using the space in a responsible way.
1: I think, you know. People don't always want to talk about the pandemic a whole lot, but what we saw immediately was our parks were a place where people could still get outside, distance safely, enjoy that. Our parks got way more usage during the pandemic. So these types of investments and that type of quality of life is, is something that really helps our city out. These are the places where people go when they don't go to places that cost money.
0: Right. Community. It's it's all about community and gathering spaces. And um, we, we actually did pretty well on a um um what was it a survey not too long ago about right. our parks and just um how most people have a park within five or ten minutes walking distance of their their community this is something that's been around for centuries just a, a gathering space for people so yeah um the better we can build up our parks and um, the more anemities that we have there the the better for our, our community i think yep all right. Uh, some positive news here. This is all positive news, of course, but the, the the most positive news I think we have is we'll be closing down the Old Town TIF district. The debt was paid off in 2020 and the remaining cash funded improvements um, that were paid off in 2023. Because of the project, the city completed improvements to Old Town without spending taxpayer money. The TIF will be closed soon. And it'll add roughly six million to the tax base beginning in 2024, which will generate around 196,000, about 200,000 for the city, county, and school district. So, um, TIFs are—correct me if I'm wrong here—they are the tax dollars that go with the improvements. Yep. So, if the, you're paying, to say an arbitrary number like four thousand dollars, we do a, a in property taxes. We do a TIF, and your property tax goes up to five thousand dollars. That extra $1,000 that is due to the improvements that we made in the area go into the TIF district. So it's it's not a tax increase on anybody aside from just the normal tax increases you see when an area gets improved. So if we you're at the end of a block and we pave your dirt road and we put a park in at the corner lot, the vacant lot, uh, your property taxes are going to go up because of that. So that's just the extra little money that comes from the property tax increases that goes into the TIF district. And now it will will be going back into our general fund to help pay for, again, street paving, parks, playgrounds, all the things that you've come to expect with um, the city's uh, services here. Yep, Closing those out is
1: a good thing and continues to increase the revenues um, to allow us to do a lot of the work that we've been wanting to do. Uh, to help people out.
0: Yeah. So this is a very strategic um, economic development plan here. So um, not everything, everybody likes to, they they think that we're just handing money over to developers. That's not the case. That happens. Um, if we didn't make these improvements, we would still have been receiving the exact same amount of uh, property taxes as we would have had the uh, the TIF not, not happened at all. So um also down in district 4 looking at the redevelopment of the riverfront this is a ford motion on creating a more vibrant delano we hear a dollar an acre a lot but it's really a dollar for millions and millions of investments more jobs and additional housing that's in an underutilized area that would otherwise likely not be developed so uh, I know we've gotten hit on this in the past quite a bit and um but it's Just finding a strategic way to get something in the ground and developed here and we need to get these um, developments moving because we have star bonds to pay off and um, we need it to go into the TIF district that we have set up here as well so this whole thing um, it's a little tricky it's a little hard to really get your hands around Um, but if you do your do research here you'll figure it out Um, So it's just a good discussion that we're going to have and just trying to move forward and getting some development going in that area.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I'm always open to hear feedback on the deals that we have. But what what we faced early on with this was just a lot of misinformation around that dollar an acre. And that's all people were saying. We even had people show up to – council meetings with a dollar saying can I have that and <laughs> the the truth of it like you said was yes it was a dollar for the acre but then you had to spend millions of dollars in developing that whether it was office or retail so if you didn't have access to all of that, those dollars to develop it you couldn't buy it for a dollar an acre that just meant we were trying to get development sparked around what we were doing which is the stadium all the parcels around there there have been some agreements, and we're kind of going back to the table with, with some of this. But again, the goal is to keep our promise to the citizens, and that is to get that space developed. People love the stadium. It's not a bad seat. That was a promise that was kept. You can walk around that stadium. It, all seats are good. Um, the price has come down now with new ownership. So, I mean, we are continuing to make that area even better. And Tuesday, we have an opportunity to kind of guarantee some more development in the area as we start working towards the vision that we all saw and brought some excitement down there.
0: Yeah the, and if you haven't been out to the ballpark really go check it out. Um, Council Member Johnson's not lying there's not a bad seat in the in the stadium. Um, the new develop or the new team that's running the the uh, the team they're doing some great things as far as promotions, extra events Uh, What do we have, like maybe 10 high school football games this upcoming fall? And and West High will be two of those. I will be in the building. (laughs) (laughs) So um, they're doing a lot of great things. And regardless of how you feel about the process and Lawrence Dumont coming down, we all need to pull together and continue to make this new stadium successful and um, keep the ball team there and just – Keep coming to events and make sure that um, it's something that you can pass on to your children and your grandchildren, a lot of the fond memories that come with the stadiums. Yep,
1: and maybe catch some ice cream when they throw it out.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also Tuesday, we'll be looking at removing or repairing an unsafe structure in District 1 and our quarterly financial reports. Those are always important to watch, read, listen to. You can see the health of our finances for the city. The unsafe structures are always, uh, you know, tough when they come to us because folks either lack resources or we just haven't been able to talk to them. And we all hear from neighborhood presidents about those types of structures. So we help when we can. Uh, Our team tries to connect people to resources. You don't always see it at the meeting, but oftentimes our team has reached out five, six times, maybe more, trying to get in contact, trying to connect with resources so that people can get help and it doesn't have to come to us.
0: This is one of the worst parts of the job because we realize a lot of times it's people's property or maybe their child at home. We also got to weigh that with public safety and health. Yep. Um, kids go play in a lot of these abandoned and unsafe structures. Uh, people go in there. Sometimes it's to get get warm and get out of the, the climate. Sometimes it's, quite frankly, to do... Um, some more unseemly things like uh, activity with drugs and whatnot. So, And it's also a health hazard as far as critters and whatnot. You you let your yard go, raccoons and possums and whatnot start coming and camping out there. So in more ways than one, it's a public health issue. And we got to try to find the right balance. And just like uh, Council Member Johnson said, you see the end of the process. You don't see the entire time. We're not cold-blooded here with just a, a guillotine just waiting for people. We seriously um, try and help people out every step of the way to connect them with the resources and when it gets to us it's all other options are usually exhausted, so. Yep. Got to look at it cuz it's uh it's a big one in both your district and my district. I think ours is the top 2 mm. districts yep. here. So, Definitely. Yeah, well I heard you got a bus for Neighborhood Night Out. Yeah, Neighborhood Night Out
1: was fun. We had 14 celebrations. We got a – it was a van. I wanted a bus. Uh, But we had a van, and I took the district advisory board out, and, of course, the family. Uh, Chief Sullivan was with us the first four that we went to, and then he rode off to some other ones. Uh, But, man, it was great. We got to nine of them. Um, The district advisory board loved it. So, kind of traveling together, and it was always a big deal because we'd get out and you'd see, like, 13 people get out and start walking up. Uh, We enjoyed the ice cream over at uh, Sunnyside. They were at Grandparents Park, and we've done a lot of improvements in that park as well. They got the swinging bench in there, but they had goats and rabbits, Mm. so that was cool. The pizza came. We had to leave pretty quick after that, but got to the Urban League, got around the Northeast Heights, Again, just had a good time going to all of those. But we got to 9 of 14. 9 of 14. 9 of 14.
0: Hmm. I hit 8 of 9. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, you set the bar a little high for me there. I guess I'm going to have to look at a, a bus or taking the dive around next year. Thanks for that. Um, a little little more difficult on my end. I was hauling a a baby the whole time. And first two or three, one, he was – he behaved well the entire time, but I could tell by stop number four, you come on, why do I got to get out for 15 minutes? And you put me <laughs> right back in, um, family loved it. My niece, she loves, um, uh, uh, Bethany, the, one of the churches along the route, they, they always have fun games and everything for the kids. And, well, can you just drop me off here and come and pick me up in a couple of <laughs> hours? And, and sorry, honey, that's not the way it's working, but, um, no, it's it's always a, a fun time. It's a sprint, so this is my second year doing it. Um, it it's always a fun time. I, I enjoy getting out and meeting people, and I even had one that was scheduled the day of pop up on my calendar last minute, and was still able to make it out there for that one. So awesome! Yeah, always always good to get out and touch base with uh, with people as much as you can. Yeah,
1: I love it. You see people there that you probably wouldn't see or hear from, you know, unless there's an issue. So it's always good to connect with them.
0: Right, right. And that's the main thing, too, is getting feedback on the issues, on what normal people are going through in their lives and how we can help better their lives and uh, get out of our own way in some instances. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Anything in your district? Anything cool? So today at Findlay
1: Ross Park, the NAACP has a event um, around the Dockham sit-in. That event is from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, past that, I've got a couple ribbon cuttings tomorrow at some local businesses and probably just get out in the community and see what's going on.
0: Yeah, it's a really interesting story. Um, we had the first sit-in as far as people know, right? The yeah. first documented sit-in was here in Wichita. And um, you see some of the more famous ones, I think north carolina and Greensboro. Yeah. yeah so um there's there's more famous ones out here but it's a really important piece of our history because it lets us know where we were at the time how far we've come and how far we still have to go in order to achieve true equality for everybody across the you know across the spectrum yeah so it, that'll be an interesting uh, ceremony today yeah.
1: Looking forward to it, Um, and you know, 1958 sounds like a long ways or a long time ago. But a lot of those folks are still alive, still here in Wichita. Just very humble about it, but it's a lot of those members. I'm sure some of them will be there today. But looking forward to that event and more of telling that story.
0: Yeah. So what would it be, fifty-eight? So sixty-five years, sixty-five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and those are the people also who have raised generations, so that's somebody's grandma, that's somebody's dad or mom there that that was around and impacted by a lot of the events that was going on in that time. So yep. it's important that we understand the bridges to the past and how the past still has that impact today. Yep. Yep. All right. Well surprise question. Surprise question. Let's hear it. I I know Councilmember Johnson's preference Yeah, I mean,
1: that's easy for me. I grew up chocolate cake, chocolate icing, chocolate sprinkles the whole year.
0: That's me. Yeah. I'm not the biggest chocolate guy, and I'm also not the biggest kale guy. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose if I had to, I would choose kale because I think it would be forcing me to uh, be better about my health. Yeah. Diabetes is not exactly something I'm looking forward to to getting, and I imagine uh, hmm. if you eat chocolate cake for an entire year, that's that's where that road will take you. Yeah, I, I don't just know what have happened. To pray to about it. I I I, I, right. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. I'm responsible now. All of a sudden, I, I get in here and I start thinking like an adult. <laughs> that, that was an interesting one. I uh, haven't had kale too often though, so. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, not not one of the preferences. Um, well, um, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you jumping in here today and everything you've done so far to help me out and point me on the right path as far as doing the job that we're doing. I appreciate your dedication to the job. I always say it, you do a great job. You really care about people, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, well, we're going to do some big things here in the next couple of months and a couple of years so stay tuned wichita <laughs>
1: yep well thank you all for joining us today be sure to subscribe and follow on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts Yep.